If you'd like to feel happier, increase your resilience, strengthen your relationships, boost your immunity, or improve overall health and well-being, there's something important but simple you can do. Stay tuned. Welcome to CEO on the Go, the show about personal and professional growth for busy leaders like you. I'm Gail Lance, and I'm here to help you think differently, solve big problems, and inspire change. It's tough to do on your own and even with a team, but it is possible. So let's get started. Welcome back to CEO on the go and happy Thanksgiving. I hope you're enjoying time with family and friends and spending some time with people that you want to be with or in some cases, escaping people that you don't care to be around. That's what some people have said that they're doing when I ask what they're doing for Thanksgiving. So this is just a quick solo episode to offer a few ideas on what you can do this season and beyond to feel your best, to be happier, healthier, at least more of the time. Because the truth is, the holiday season can be difficult for many people. It's been difficult for me at different times in my life. Everywhere you turn, there are images of people being happy, often with family and friends and celebrating together. But for many people, the holidays can be a time of sadness or stress and overwhelm, or they may feel depressed or anxious. I know that you see this with some of the people that you work with, if if you're not feeling that way yourself at times. Some people I know have just had a tough year, period. But there is something you can do to help you be at your best in many aspects of your life and your work, and that's practicing gratitude. That's not necessarily a new concept. So before you go, yeah, yeah, I know all of that, or I've heard that before, I know I'm supposed to be thankful, hear me out. Even when I began practicing more gratitude, at first it felt forced or contrived. I knew I was supposed to be grateful, but at times I just couldn't get to that feeling. If you've worked with me over the years, you know how much of my work is rooted in positive psychology, and I stress the importance of being appreciative and grateful. I often talk about how unrealistic it is to go from one extreme to another quickly. So if you're not feeling well, or if you are in an emotional state that's especially negative, it's not realistic to expect that you would just swing in the other direction quickly. It's like a thermostat in your home where if it's extremely cold, You can change it to a different temperature, but it's going to take some time to warm up. You have to calibrate to the level that you want it to be. So give yourself some grace. Actually, the word gratitude is derived from the Latin word that means grace. And I'll share a few reasons to practice more gratitude based on research. It's been fascinating to see all the research that's been done over the last couple of decades on this topic. I'll be including a Harvard article in the show notes that might be of interest to you called Giving Thanks Can Make You Happier. And then I'll offer some ways you can increase your gratitude practice. And by the way, I like calling it a practice. So here we go. Number one, you can feel happier. Studies show that counting your blessings or noting what's gone well increases happiness, it reduces depression. And this requires using your memory to recall experiences that make you feel good. I believe you get more of what you focus on. So training your brain to recall those experiences is a good practice. I was reading one article by Misty Pratt in mindful.org, and she said people are more aware of the headwinds, meaning the barriers that they face as opposed to tailwinds. Tailwinds are the benefits they receive. So are you paying more attention to the headwinds or the tailwinds? 
you'll increase happiness and optimism and positive emotion if you focus more on the tailwinds. Number two, you can increase your resilience. And there are different dimensions of gratitude. One is a trait or personality or mood. Another is an emotion, which is more fleeting. It could be a passing feeling. And there's evidence that gratitude can help you rewire your brain. You're able to see a bigger picture. And when you see a bigger picture, your day-to-day problems or stressors seem a lot smaller. Another way gratitude helps you build more resilience is by focusing more on what you already have as opposed to what you lack. So if you are in a state where you need to build that, that resilience, you'll have the confidence to say, you know, I've got this. You'll bounce back more quickly. Number three, practicing gratitude helps you strengthen your relationships. When you express your gratitude to someone that you're in a relationship with, it just creates a stronger bond. Typically, people respond more positively, so it just makes the relationship better. So think about how you might express your gratitude more through conversation, or it could be through writing, or it could be through some other means. Even if you don't express your gratitude directly to a person, it's interesting to see that even if you just think about that person in a positive way, or reflect on that, or kind of wishing them well, even if you don't tell them that, you'll feel better. Number four, you can improve your mental and physical health. Practicing gratitude actually helps calm your nervous system. You can boost your immune system, make healthier choices, think more clearly. It just helps your overall well-being. So here are six tips to help you in your own gratitude practice. Number one, watch the way you talk to yourself or your self-talk. Uh, I know that when, when I talk to myself, I catch myself better than I used to. For example, if you hear yourself saying, I'm so stressed or I'm so tired, that tends to perpetuate itself. You just feel more and more tired um, or more and more frustrated the more you talk about it. If you say things like, I'm grateful or I'm confident or I'm getting stronger and I'm figuring things out, that shifts your brain into a different mode. You're able to see more of that or to attract more of that. Number two is listen to positive affirmations. And I have a caveat here because I think affirmations can be a little controversial. Some people really like them. Other people don't. I think sometimes affirmations are easy to say, but hard to believe. And so I think it's important that the belief supports whatever it is that you're saying or that you're thinking. For example, you you might not say something like, I'm becoming a billionaire, if you don't really believe that. Instead, maybe you'd say something like, I'm abundant, or I'm creating the wealth that I need. Also, the affirmations don't necessarily have to be about you. It could be about something you believe. I believe everything is always working out for me. And that's one of my beliefs or affirmations that I return to a lot. So what's one that might work for you? Number three. Write daily in a gratitude journal, or at least weekly. I I actually created my own journal that called the Leadership Journal that allows for that, that I'll share more about in just a minute. But being able to write down whatever you're grateful for on a regular basis shifts everything for you. Number four, practice stillness. You can take a pause in your day in the morning or in the evening or somewhere in between. It might be prayer, meditation, reflection. And if total quiet drives you crazy in your mind, just try some soft, soothing, peaceful music. Just sit and reflect on what you appreciate. Research shows that kind of practice helps decrease anxiety. 
Number five, this is one of my favorite techniques, is to snap a pic. Look at the photos on your phone. Look at what's in there. Find the images that make you feel good if you just look at them. Put them in your favorite album so you can return to those. And if you listen to my last episode about my son running the New York City Marathon, you may have seen a picture of the two of us. Makes me happy just to see that photo. And so I'm keeping it in front of me more. And it doesn't have to be a picture involving people. It might be a quote or something inspiring. Um, I just took a picture of some whimsical art that I liked at a hotel where I was staying in Nashville. I couldn't even tell exactly what it was. It was kind of a cross between a dog and a rabbit, but it just made me smile. And so I'll post that for you in my newsletter. For those of you who follow me um, in my email, if you see it, maybe you can decide whatever it is. And if you're not on my list, you can join it by going to workmatters.com. You can subscribe. Um, Number six, the last tip is express your gratitude. It could be in conversation, just saying something simple as, you know, I'm grateful for you, or I'm grateful for your help. Or it could be something in writing, maybe a short note, nothing complicated. It might just be a quick phone call, maybe a sticky note. Uh, But whenever you express your gratitude, it really does bring about positive change in your own life. So, of course, I wanted to end on that note so I could thank you for listening and following my work, or better yet, for working with me if you're a client. I appreciate you so much and what I've learned from you and the opportunity to serve. And before I sign off, I said I'd mentioned the Leadership Journal. It's it's a useful tool I created to help you stay clear and focused throughout the year. It's a weekly journal, not a daily journal. And that's a little more realistic for most of the leaders that I work with. And I'm mentioning it now for a couple of reasons, since I rarely promote my own resources. Um, but one, the journal includes a question to prompt you to reflect on something you're grateful for each week. It includes just a few other questions as well that aren't related to that. They won't tax your brain that much, but they're really useful to help you get the clarity that you need each week. And number two, It's holiday season, so it's a great gift idea for your team, or maybe just for you. It's low cost. You can find it on Amazon. Simply search my name, Gail Lance, L-A-N-T-Z. It's called the Leadership Journal, or you can find a direct link to it on Amazon in the show notes. So I'll, I'll post it there. It's a physical product. And it's ideal to start using it at the beginning of the year since it's got 52 pages, but you can start anytime. Just order early if you're trying to get it for the holidays. So again, thanks for listening. Remember, don't be anxious, be thanxious. I just made up a new word. Uh, Be sure to share this episode with someone you think needs to hear this message today. Have a wonderful rest of the week doing the work that matters to you or taking the time off that matters to you. Fill yourself with delicious food and a big dose of gratitude. I'm serving that up for you, especially since I'm not the best cook. I'll talk with you again soon. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, be sure to share this episode with someone else who might benefit or leave a review. You can join my email list by going to workmatters.com so you don't miss an episode. And there you can learn more about ways we serve mission-driven leaders like you. If there's a challenge you want to discuss, I'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, keep growing as a leader, inspiring change, and doing the work that matters to you.